Girls are hot. Alright, Jamie, take us away, baby girl. Hello, everyone. We are your hosts, Jamie, Sarah, and Anna, and welcome to Sad Girls Are Hot. In today's episode, we will be discussing burnout and toxic positivity. But before, actually, before, before, um, let's do some introductions. Um, Hi, I'm Jamie. Um, I am 19, the youngest one of the group, I think, um, by a couple of months. Yeah. And, um... I'm a dropout of college, kind of, sort of, for the semester, um, taking temporary leave, um, and yeah, I have a cat, so, <laughs> very cool, all right. That's all you really need to know. Yeah, Anna, go ahead. Hi, I'm Anna, I'm 20, I'm the oldest, woo, uh, let's see, things about me, I did not drop out of college yet, there's still time. Uh, theater major in college, and I got a stuffed animal today. My mom sent it to me in a care package Aww. because I've been sad. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah, the beautiful, lovely um, Sarah, go right ahead. Hi. Oh, thank you. <laughs> hi, I'm Sarah. Um, I am recently twenty. My birthday was last week. Woo. Yay. Woo. Um, thank you for that. Thank you. I am a theater and lit major, and I'm very excited to be here. And yeah, let's just get into it. Amazing. All right. So let's talk about our hyperfixations for the week before we get into our topic. Um, yeah, I know for me, okay, I would say at the beginning of this week when we were coming up with these hyperfixations, definitely backstage.com. However, I think that now relating back to our topic of the episode caused burnout because for the last two days, it was hard to get out of bed. Yay! So, um, yeah, that's great. Um, But yeah, I feel like mostly this week, uh, hyperfixation was definitely backstage.com and doing a lot of applying for roles, self-tapes, and just overworking myself. Um, So yeah, Um, Sarah, right ahead. So per girl boss. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a that's really relatable the backstage one. We've we've been there. Mm-hmm. Um I oh, yeah. so last I hate, time I, hate I said last time I said my hyperfixation was Lore Olympus, which is a graphic novel comic strip whatever. And um this time I'm actually going to say that it is I'm just thinking of it right now cuz I didn't have it prepared. Oh, you know, I have been very, very, very hyperfixated on um, annotating the books I read. I get into this, like, I hyperfixate on this a lot. Um, this is like a constant, consistent hyperfixation. But I have just torn apart like three books in the past week with annotations and tabs and color highlighting and markers. So like to the point where like the cover fell off one (gasps) and this is something I choose to do in my free time. Okay, there's worse things to do. There's worse things to do on your I mean you you could be doing drugs. I could (laughs) be doing drugs and And instead of massive, massive nerd. Anyway Anna. Alternatively, my hyperfixation is uh, drugs. Um, no, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Imagine it. Imagine it's like that. That's how I told you guys I was like addicted. I was like, yeah, I'm really hyperfixated. I need help. Honest. Help me. 
<laughs> I need help. No, my hyperfixation, um, it's two things. First, I think along with like the rest of a large population of people aged like 16 to like 30, Wordle. I fucking love Wordle. <laughs> you bitches don't know what Wordle is yet. <laughs> get on that? Wordle. <laughs> okay, it's this word game. It's this word game, basically, and you get to do one a day. So every night at midnight, a new one gets posted. And basically, you have five chances to guess the word of the day. And it can be any five-letter word. So, like, a lot of people have, like, some strats. Like, my roommate, her strategy is to start off with the word ado because ado has uh, – a ton of vowels in it and D, which is a really oh. popular word. And so then basically it'll tell you if you get a letter correct. If you get a letter correct but in the wrong place, it turns yellow. But if you get a letter correct in the right place, it turns green. So you have um, six chances oh, to cool. figure kind of out like what the word is. Man, but without the man. The man, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I've been, like I've been loving it. For them? Are you a sponsor? Is it, for it, them? They should sponsor me, but no. <laughs> and then my other hyperfixation has been The Amazing Race. Um, I'm watching it, the new season. I'm watching the new season right now live. It comes out on Wednesdays. But um, I yesterday I watched an entire season. I watched all of season 24, which is an all-star season. And I just started season, season 29, um, like, earlier today. And I love it. And I want to go on The Amazing Race so bad. You should so, apply. That's me. I'm sure it's on backstage. I'm sure. Totally. I'm sure totally. you can apply. Yes. Oh my God, 100% no, I was thinking about We're applying, but I would, but I would want to do it with my um my sister, and she's not oh, 18 yet. Yeah, so. that's fair. Gotta wait. I saw this um listing yeah. the other day about um it was some reality TV show. I totally forgot it was. Oh, and there was one for catfish too. And I was like, do I pretend to be a catfish so I can get on the show? I'm like, no. <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> you catfish. Jamie, catfish me. We can go on the show together. <laughs> a quick fifteen hundred. Yeah, you know exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, I know. Anywho, yeah. burnout. Burnout and toxic positivity. So I thought it would be a good thing to talk about this today because I feel like we're all experiencing it in a lot of ways. And I feel like we are going through it. A bitch is going Can through I, it. I just say something? And Sorry. I think it's a really real issue. No, you're good. No, I just... Listen, I don't know why, but I think there was just a dark cloud that went over the entire earth because everyone is feeling this way, like for the entire week. And it is so strange. Well, you know, Mercury is in retrograde. There's our answer right there. I hate to be that bitch. I hate to be that bitch. But no, Mercury you don't. You is- love being that bitch. <laughs> don't even no, try. No, I really do hate to be that bitch because it's annoying. And the only reason I even know about it is because I saw it this morning on Twitter because somebody was being that bitch. Fair. But no, that is. I feel that I I I've definitely been feeling weird recently. I feel like a lot of the news cycle as well has been very dark. Yeah. First of all, yeah. I get all my I get all my news from this one TikTok page, which is no, I saw you. I do read the news actually, <laughs> but like I feel like my first page of action is this like one TikTok page that's like the talking fish like headboard thing from SpongeBob. Gosh, yes, yeah, so and it just says the news. And, oh, it's been so depressing. All the news has been so depressing. Although today was kind of good because um, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, like woman henchman lady whose name I don't yeah, care to really remember. Yeah, that bitch. She got convicted. Um, oh, so that's good. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, it's good she got convicted, but like. Yeah. 
the rest of us are yeah. good. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the news has been really negative and that's been bringing me down. And it's like, I feel like at some point, I feel like I'm almost having not only school burnout, but like Life. burnout from the news oh. cycle. <laughs> it's like, I <laughs> just hear so all these things. I hear all these bad things happening and I've become a little bit numb and desensitized, I think, to a lot of it. Yeah. Which is so bad. Um, I think I think a lot of generation feels that way growing up in this post 9-11 world where we have this news fed into us, like on ev like from all sides, from our phones, from our laptops, from like the radio, from everything is coming at yeah. us always. And so yeah, it's hard to really care truly about any given thing because there's just so much happening and it's like I want to care I want to give my all to these causes but I feel burnt out in a you way know, yeah I feel so frequent. yeah I think that that's so real yeah no I I definitely yeah. feel like it's so frequent to the point where it doesn't feel like their actual numbers especially if you think about like school shootings or whatever the case may be the, yeah. the numbers are huge and the amount of it's january and the number of school shootings is way too much way too much like way like crazy and the fact that i can't even like visualize that but like our entire lives we are brought up with going on lockdown and like all that stuff and it just it's so weird thinking about like things are actually happening because they happen so often that we can't wrap our heads around them i feel like i can't digest it i'm just like oh yeah it's like a book almost or like a movie that, like, I don't think it's true, yeah. you know? You know, there's this really um, interesting project that was done. I forget. I think it was maybe in Tennessee a while ago. And it was to kind of help students solve the issue of, like, not being able to visualize large numbers of, like, victims of incidents mm -hmm. just because... It's such a big number. And what they did was they took like six million paper clips and it was to represent the six million Jewish victims of the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. There were 12 million like victims total, but like six million of them were Jewish. And they like put them into these jars and saw just how many paper clips like six million is. Insane. And that's, yeah, I think that that's really real. Um, um, I, I similar, wait, real quick, just a like bounce off oh, yeah. of you real quick in high school i just directed this short play which is really similar to what you said but in terms of school shootings it was called bowl of cereal basically i know that wasn't the actual title but like i think that was like the working title or something yeah. and basically it was th this big bowl on a table and there's a row of jars on the table and each person in the cast went up, picked up a jar, and said the name of a school shooting, and dumped it in. And each, in the jar, a piece of cereal represented a number, represented one victim. And went through, and went through, and went through, and went through, and slowly the bowl overfilled and spilled onto the table, and, like, went all over wow. the stage. And, like... That's powerful. It was really powerful and really cool, because it definitely helps you visualize. Because you hear, oh, XYZ happened, this number of shootings, this number of victims, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I feel like the numbers can't don't correlate always in your brain to real human lives mm -hmm. and so seeing a physical representation of it i feel yeah, like really can show really the problem yeah it really does jamie you said something really interesting when we were um talking beforehand about what we were going to say today about being your biggest bully do you want to talk more mm -hmm. about that because i found that really interesting yeah yeah sure um i know for me um 
So I personally, um, I've come out and say this before, I struggle with depression and anxiety and OCD. Um, and I feel like with today and in, in society, like we're told that it has to be one thing or the other. And we're very mental health positive a lot more than we were decades ago, which is super nice. But I feel like there is a sort of stigma around um, what it should look like. And the thing is it with, just to clarify like mental health yeah with mental health. oh okay yeah. okay yeah 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 with mental health um and so i think that the biggest issue that i i've come across is especially last night i had this like whole like mental breakdown last night where i i realized that i was the issue and like with a lot of mental health issues like that's the case to a point um but i thought to this to this certain extreme um I was thinking about how I'm the one who's putting all this pressure on myself and why am I the one letting this happen? You know what I mean? Um, So last night I had this like huge um, eye-opening situation where I was on the call with my mom and I was like, mom, like, I don't know, like, I I feel like I'm overwhelmed and I'm underwhelmed at the same time, if that makes sense. And I feel like I I want to do so much, but I can't get myself to do it at the same time. And I feel like I'm I'm above and on track with everything in my life, but I also seem so behind at the same time. I'm like, what does that mean? And I I think just working yourself up and thinking about the what ifs and all of that is really like the hardest challenge that you have to, um, you know, face. Because the thing is, is yeah. that, if you if there's a physical bully somebody else right um obviously that's hurtful and, and and that sucks but you can in a way get away from them you know you can never detach yourself from yourself right and i think i think it's like the biggest issue is trying to figure out how to make friends with yourself rather than trying to make the actual mental illness go away you know yeah no i think that's a great point and i actually have written on my little chalkboard in my kitchen like love yourself the way you would want someone else to love you because it's something that I've really been thinking about because we we all want love and understanding and kindness from the people around us and yet we don't give it to ourselves and like when it comes down to it you are your own person and you are the only one who can give that to you and it has to come from within you and I, I definitely, what you say, like, it definitely resonates with me. I totally agree with you. Yeah, I feel, I feel like also a lot in this society, when talking about mental health, people just say, oh, just love yourself. Like, that's <laughs> so yeah. easy. Like, yes, that's, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, sorry. Let me just, like, run to the bathroom real quick and just, like, love myself. It's good. I mean, let me just take a deep breath <laughs> and I'm good good and oh, yeah, funny because, oh look at that hot girl oh look at that hot girl just like oh it's like oh sorry right now i'm good um right no but it actually it's so fucking weird because you the latest episode of euphoria talked about that like episode two and i'm not gonna go into the details because you know spoilers and everything but like they had like a whole scene talking about that and i was like this is actually a really good representation of like this is this issue in mental illness where people just say love yourself and that type of culture of like positivity just love yourself you'll be okay be positive just love yourself journal. just journal <laughs> just i mean like yes. of course journaling and journaling and saying it's positive good to yourself it's good you're healthy the end all be all yes. of and it's exactly. 
it's not a magic yeah. fix and like I can sit here and say love yourself all you want but that's just me saying something and that's me exactly. saying a truth to myself but oh, you actually have to put oh, the work yeah. to do and that's fucking hard and yeah, so I yeah. think part of the battle is just understanding like getting yourself to admit okay I do have to learn how to love myself but I'm not just gonna go sprout toxic positivity and keep saying it over and over again I'm actually gonna tell myself that's what I'm gonna do and start working on it and no one else because needs the- to know it's no one else's business what like your personal Agreed. journey is you know what I mean yeah the, if you want to share it great if you don't want to share it no the self-care industry I feel like also describes that too but there's like oh it's self-care day let me do a face mask and like Exactly. self care yeah. for, for for some people that could be their self care, like doing like superlative things, like face masks and like getting your nails done and stuff. That's all self care in a way. But at some point, I think we also need to recognize that self care doesn't always have to look pretty. Self care can just be getting yourself up out of bed and brushing your teeth. Yeah, self care can be taking a shower. Head. It's like, and I feel yeah. like everyone has their own steps they need to take. And I don't think mm-hmm, we should be yeah. judging people for the steps they have to take. And as a society, we definitely do that when the steps being taken aren't Instagrammable and aren't yeah. like Pinterest board ready. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have Agreed. a big and- issue with the way that like mental health social media operates. Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest thing with mental health and the biggest way to first like start to conquer it and the negativity behind it is self-reflection and the issue with that yep. is that it's so fucking hard and I, I was actually at work the other day and I was waiting for my classroom to um, open up and my co-worker stopped by and I was like oh like how are you making small talk or whatever and she's like you know I just had therapy and I was like oh yeah like had that go and she was like oh it was good never wanted to go but I'm glad that I went and I was like that's the perfect right. representation of therapy you never want to go it seems like the worst thing and you'd rather do anything else the worst thing ever and then you go and you're like oh okay I feel slightly better but the thing is is that therapy makes you have to self-reflect journaling makes you need to self-reflect and the issue for me is that I find that super super hard I and I can't find the balance between reflecting too much and reflecting too little to the part yeah. where I'm either too hard on myself or I'm just glossing over everything um and I think that was like the biggest issue with um mental health and on social media is that it doesn't tell you how it just tells you to do this when there's not a yeah. perfect mixture for everybody there's not it's not one ingredient you know what I mean yeah Um, I also I also think that it doesn't acknowledge the fact that mental health and and healing and moving forward with your mental health journey in a positive way is a process it's not just something you can take an hour out of your time to like you know, I'm going to journal for an hour and then I'm magically going to be fixed for the next week. It's something you have to actively be working on every single day. And some days are flops and some days are not flops, but it's not just something that you can, you know, pick up randomly and you're going to be completely fixed in 24 hours. That's, that's not how things work. It's like an active muscle Process. that you have to be yeah. working out every single day it's just like and you know i would else. even if you don't work out the muscle you can't get strong yeah i would even say that sometimes journaling makes me worse because with mental health you have to get worse in order to get better right for most cases you have to disagree recognize there. you have to self you disagree i don't why? think worse 
Because I, I don't think you have to get worse to get better. I think you have to self-reflect to get better. And I think that there's a difference. Well, I think sometimes self-reflection can lead to a lot of negative emotions being brought up to the surface. Because when you really take a look can. at well, no, when you really take a look to. inside of yourself, no, it doesn't have to. But then it's, again, it's a case by case basis, like we've been talking right. about. And I also want to case by case. Go ahead. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. I also wanted to like, speaking of case by case, I wanted to like touch on quickly how different mental health is talked about when it comes to guys versus girls. Oh, With, yeah. I yeah. think I th- I don't think necessarily either. There's like a good side of this. No, no, no. no. I think girls, it's often looked of is if you're struggling with mental health, a lot of times been like, oh, of course they are. Like, like therapy is seen as like a girly thing. It's their looks. They're just focused on their looks. Like, oh, it's social media. Those damn phones doing it. And guys, when they talk about mental, and guys who talk about mental health, oftentimes the extreme becomes like, oh, they're just need to get over it. Be a crybaby. And I this guy on like Tinder be a man. Bio, I saw this guy on Tinder who had a tattoo and it said "Boys don't cry" and I was like, "There's no. so much to unpack there. Yeah. There's so much to unpack there." I would be almost scared to be near a guy that doesn't cry. You know what I mean? Like that's scary. Like yeah. they have so many emotions like locked up in their head. Like they could literally snap at any point and then, I mean, to be, you know, I mean i mean to be honest, i don't i don't like to cry in front of people i always hated it i always i always also feel awkward i go and cry in front of me but at the same time i do still cry i go home i cry i let it out i talk to people that i trust yeah, i so you tell people that you cry i tell people issue. that i cry guys i don't i don't stand in my shower that. cry come out <laughs> be like yeah i'm fine bro don't worry about me I feel like this, it goes into, like, emotional intelligence and just, like, the pressure we put on men to not have any. And we don't, like, as a society, I mean, we don't let men and male identifying people, like, have emotions. Agreed. And we we force women to have emotions emotions. that are negative and forefront. Yes, exactly. Agree. And oh, I or think if you have that, too like, much of it, it's your weak. Which oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have the perfect balance of not being seen as cold and hard and emotionless, but also you can't be too emotional because that's a crybaby yeah. and you're a wimp. And guys don't like you have girls to have too, all- yeah. too emotional. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to yeah. control it, and in both in both ways you have to have this strict control on your emotions, mm-hmm. and none of it's healthy. None and of it's I, healthy. I do think that in a way this relates back to our core topic because it's this idea yeah. of like the capitalization of emotion as a, almost like a business. Because when you think about the way that we put forth and we advertise what emotion is supposed to look like in different genders, that all relates back to the ways that we were talking about how emotions talked about on social media. I have only ever seen two male identifying social media um mental health influencers ever if you oh, yeah. think about it i can't think of one i can't think of one right now by I women can't think the infographics are dominated by stereotypically female shapes and colors and you'll so often see infographics that are like take a um off day and it, it's all very feminine mm. activities it's pink purple it's the stereotypical literally colors literally mm. capitalized no. and created an industry for girl bossification of mental health mental for health. women. Yeah, literally. Um, one yeah. thing I have to mention on top of that is 
that I try to put some stuff on my story about uh, mental health awareness. I try to be very mm-hmm. good about toxic positivity. Sometimes I screw up, but you know, I'm human. Of course. Yeah. But I can't tell you how many times guys or male identifying people have slid up on my stories and just went, thank you. And that's it. I just liked their thing. Because no more discussion. They have just no thank you. base in they this environment. We've created a social media environment that surrounds mental health that is tailored to female identifying people. And there is no room and no space in this for non-gendered mm-hmm. mental health advocacy, which is really sad. Because if you think about also it, the- like all genders need mental health. Yes. Period. Also, with the thing of thinking about people who don't ascribe to male or female, like, right, exactly, gender norms, there's also no space for that either. It's like, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. And it's like a lot. I want to say on the infographic things, a lot of it is like paint your nails, do a face mask, all very Mm -hmm. feminine things. And for someone who, if someone doesn't like these feminine things, it feels like there's no outlet. There's no, and oftentimes people who struggle with gender have serious mental health because having to try to figure out your identity in a world that doesn't want you to go outside these boxes can be so straining on your mental health the fact that there's just this lack of resources for people um who are questioning their gender and sexuality and blah 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 blah, blah and all everything above it's really yeah. hurtful to the community as a whole i yeah. think that you know that's why i would say like organizations like the trevor project are so useful because they're tailored yes. to providing mental health support for queer individuals and i would highly recommend them to any of our our listeners definitely check oh, absolutely. them out absolutely trevor project's a great one um there's a couple more that i i, I remember if i remember it later episode i'll say it but there's this other one that, that was really good that i did like some research for for a class last year i'm gonna think about it yeah. and i remember it yeah um one thing to circle back around to burnout that i wanted to mention um is allowing yourself to have that space and that time to have that burnout and recharge because i know Mm -hmm. for me i don't let myself relax and on my days off in quotations i will work endlessly which makes no sense but i'm like i have to be productive 24 7 or i'll never get anywhere in life and that's kind of my mindset which is good to a point until you're burnt out and then your mental health just plummets you know yeah, you you know, you said something at the beginning of the podcast, which was really interesting to me, where you said like you felt like you were behind in life. And I think that that's so interesting that we've commodified life and life stages to the point where we I think everyone feels like they're behind in life. And yeah, it's like, what is pe- being ahead supposed to look like? How does one achieve that without running themselves into the ground? You can't. Agreed. And there you is know? no one goal, which is weird right exactly somehow all of us think we're behind and that we need to do i think honestly here's here's my guess to why it may happen is because of social media and the fact that i a lot of times see actors and actresses that i uh aspire to be like and i see that at 19 they won an emmy or whatever the case right and i'm like wow i'm behind i mean i find myself Um, comparing I mean, I honestly had to stop myself the other day from doing this. I caught myself doing this 
I was thinking about my life and thinking about my friends and their lives. And I found myself comparing myself to you, Jamie. I was like, damn, she's out there, like, going on auditions, like, getting, like, doing professional stuff. Like, she's so cool. Like, why am I not doing that? Like, I feel like I'm behind. And then I was like, wait a second. I shut the fuck up, you bitch. Because we're is, all though, on that I can't path. even say anything because the thing is, I'm the exact same way. Like, oh, we I all do it. We, we all do it. All do it for each Especially other. in this industry. Like, the fact is that yeah. today I was literally walking back from getting my booster shot, which I didn't end up actually getting because I canceled on you, but whatever. Um, and yeah. I was thinking, wow, maybe I should, maybe I, I could see if I can go back to school. Like, maybe I'm wasting my time. I literally thought that today. And the fact that Anna thought something the complete opposite tells you that there literally is no right way. There no, literally is. Not. And we just are all psyching ourselves out. Like, yeah. It's mental illness. Oh. <laughs> mental illness, love. It's mental illness. It really is. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like... Um, one of our friends is constantly telling me how they compare themselves to Timothy Chalamet, who is a young actor, extremely successful, and how they are constantly feeling like they're behind. And I'm like, well, Timothy Chalamet didn't go to college. Timothy Chalamet went to LaGuardia, which is a performing arts high school. Also, isn't there nepotism there? I'm pretty sure there's nepotism there. I have no clue. But like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure his dad's like a film director guy. I don't know. But I. But either that. way, either way, yeah, like regardless. he had opportunities from a younger age that we didn't have, you know. And it's also like you have to think about that. Like we, I feel like we can look at people online and compare ourselves to them. But everyone that comes from a different background, like for example, Anna, you had an excellent theater education in high school. Mine was dog yeah. shit. Like my mine didn't exist. Yeah. At all. So like we are all coming from different spaces and. I think it's so hard to say, like, we need to stop comparing because obviously it's a really hard thing to do. It's natural to do it. We all do it. But just to keep it Yeah, it's not linear. Like It's literally not. Like, the thing is, is that you can keep comparing, keep comparing, but where does that get you? That makes you even more behind because you're you're wasting all your time thinking about that. And as easy as it is to say that, it's super hard when it's, like, two in the morning and you're, like, I can't sleep and what am I doing with my life? Um... I don't know. I wonder if this is a topic um, that doesn't just surround our industry. Like, obviously, I know um, that that isn't. Oh no way! I know it doesn't. It's every industry. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking like how because in in retrospect, I feel like our industry is more individual until it's not. You know what I mean? Where other industries is more group based until it's not. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the opposite. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. And so I wonder yes. if that has like not a more or less approach to it, but a different approach to mental health between performers and non-performers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a I mean, we could we could probably talk about this for hours, probably. I mean, I know I could, <laughs> but like we do have to wrap up. Otherwise, our listeners are going to click off because we've been talking for three hours and no one listens to a three hour podcast. Well, thank you guys for joining. Although I think we're really interested. (laughs) I I do too. Um, Thank you everyone for tuning in with us today. This was super fun. Um, If you enjoyed, make sure to follow the podcast. You have extra episodes to watch when they come out and review it. Give five stars, please. Um, All right. 30 seconds of promo. Anna, you go first. 
Um, wanted to say quickly, I Googled it. Timothy Chalamet's parents are not in the industry, so good for him. <laughs> Love a non-nepotism baby. Um, <laughs> my name's Anna. Follow me on Twitter at Anna Rose with four R's and on Instagram at Anna Steinmeier. Good luck spelling that. I wish you the best. There, go ahead. Hey. Hi. Okay, so you can find me on Instagram at Sarah.Wiser. You can find me on Twitter at Sarah G. Weiser. And you can find my YouTube. It's called Bookish Oasis. I do book reviews and other fun things. Awesome. And then for me, you can find me um, on Instagram, Jamie.Lapierre. Twitter, Jamie underscore Lapierre. And on Twitch, Jamie, spelled J-A-M-Y, <laughs> Lap, L-A-P. <laughs> and I sometimes stream there. <laughs> Um, thank you guys for joining us today and have a great wait, 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 wait yeah, wait, I'm waiting. Wait, 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 wait. You can find yes, us. Yes, you can find us on Instagram. Yes. You can find us on Instagram. Please give our page a follow. It is at Sad Girls Are Hot with two T's. So Sad Girls Are Hot. Awesome. Amazing. I hope you guys have yes. a great right. rest of your morning, night, afternoon in the least toxic positivity positivity way ever. <laughs> Bye. Yes, I'm Bye. Craig. Bye.